the bottle Put your foot down on the throttle Buckle up, motherfuckers, for the Dog Water Radio Show. Once you wake up on the sun, now I'm on the run. Been on the road for Welcome to Dogwater Radio, episode 11. I'm Dogbite Harris, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Mr. Blackwater Dern. That was hopefully not, uh, hopefully not getting blown away by the wind. Uh, well, that was a new band we just played um, by the name of North 131 or 131 or 131. I don't know how they like to pronounce it. I guess I should have asked. Um, that song was called Road Again. Um, pretty sure, anyways, they sent me files via Dropbox, so I'm hoping that the titles were labeled right. But yeah, a band out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, up in St. Christopher's New Territory. Um, I think they're buddies of his. I'm not 100% sure on that, but they were posting some stuff on Facebook after one of the members friends me, and I was just like, we need, we need music for the show. I like their music, so I hit them up. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, how's your week, buddy? Did you buy? Ah. Did you? So, uh, it's been a talk in the Harris household, real quick. Um, so the big mystery in the house is: is old Claroid wants to know what you're buying a boat uh, trailer for? A boat trailer? Yeah, she said you're looking for a boat trailer online. Oh no, I'm kind of looking for a bigger boat. I uh, I went and tested the rubber raft out. 
Yeah. And uh it I it was seaworthy and everything. I didn't fucking my fat ass didn't sink it. But uh it's fun for just maybe uh tootling around like a little lake in the summertime, you know, jump out of it, swim around, maybe try and climb back in it, but to try and like legitimately fish out of it, it was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. And uh did I tell last and I figure uh I've been just kind of in the hunt for a boat and a, and I, well, I really, I have a boat. I just need a trailer. So but other, I, I mean, just kind of, uh, putting the feelers out there, looking what they're, what's available. But then I kind of dove into like, I got to get a license and probably got to get insurance on it and shit like that. And I'm like, nah, I might just fucking wait for a while. So, yeah, I think you got to get them registered, like you do cars. Yeah, too. I can't out. I can't outlaw pirate it and everything. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think the yeah, I think the post I put was just how like difficult it was to transfer a boat and a trailer from Washington over to Oregon. Mm. And that was basically what I was asking just before I even tra- before I even started looking or even you know looking at like Kennewick or any of that area. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you cars and vehicles have became much harder to register from that area. Yeah. Here. It's, it's kind of a pain in the ass. So, but I put the brakes on it and, but did a little, just did a little fishing that day. And that's about it. Did I ever tell you, did I ever tell you the story about when I was a kid and me and my grandpa and my cousin went out on paneling on one of those uh, those rafts? Yeah, and didn't like you get didn't it like start sinking or something or? Yeah, did I tell that story last week? I was gonna. I don't think you. I, I don't remember. think you did. We got out in the middle of the fucking lake, and my grandpa fell asleep, and I knocked the fucking. Um, the air fucking holder thing open. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd put it back in, but I hadn't. Grandpa took a little like fucking half hour nap. And when he woke up, the the boat was like halfway in the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did just get soaked trying to get out of the son of a bitch though. Like, right. I, I, like the people that were watching me launch the boat probably had to get a good laugh about it. <laughs> look, look at this fat turtle guy fucking rolling around trying to like get the boat off the shore and shit. And I was because I wasn't want I I didn't really want to get like my feet wet to jump in it so I didn't get a bunch of shit wet in the bottom of it. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'll get yeah. on shore and I'll just fucking climb in it real quick. Then uh you know, be good from there. And yeah, so that was Saturday, right now. That was Friday night and Saturday went grocery shopping Sunday. Fortunately, I was able to go pick the kiddo up. So, Oh really? Yep. I've had mil. I have, uh, the kid for the week here and we, uh, right on. We let's you get her through the fourth of July. I we take her. We were going over to Primeville for the fourth, so okay. we're gonna go stay the night over there. They have they have like a big town fireworks that they're gonna shoot off and get to go kind of 
spend some uh, other time with the other kid and give her give him his birthday stuff because his birthday was last week. So, but uh, right on. But yeah, so Monday just kind of hung low here at the trailer. Didn't do too much. Uh, went blueberry picking last night. Ooh, a nice uh, berry picking episode. Yeah, got some berry picking and uh, made some jam today, actually. So, oh, did you? Yep, made some strawberry, made some blueberry and strawberry jam with the kid, mom, and everything. So, yeah, some good quality family time. Right on, and everything. So, how was yours? Well, my job is making me fucking shave and. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. I was gonna say. Let, uh, the new chapter of this whole dilemma. How's are they completely making all of you guys shave? Yep. Even. Yep. So we're shaving. We got to shave. What if a fe- which is absolutely. What if a female staff member has a mustache too? Does she have to shave? <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. We we. But yeah, so we all have to shave. Um, and then. Uh, What's the real bitch about it is is the doctor um, that's doing these fit tests are uh, is telling everybody that goes in there that our company is basically wiping their ass with money to have them fit these masks because they're not getting the uh, masks that are good enough. So they're, he's fit testing masks that are basically a pile of shit and useless and only like a quarter of our staff can use it. So now I'm extra pissed that I have to shake. So if I don't pass this fit test, which I won't because I'm fucking fat as fuck, and the people that aren't passing the fit test for the mask are either super skinny or fat. So um, since I'm the fattest person on the crew, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I probably won't pass regardless if I shave or not. So I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed when when the doctor tells me it's pointless. So um, HR is probably going to be receiving a a nice email from dog bite Harris after this whole fucking escapades done because I am pissed. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is kind of bullshit. I mean, they should be. And they tell me, they tell me this the same day. They have me work a fucking 18 hour shift because we're short staffed. But at the same time, they tell me, well, if you don't do this, you're going to get fired. Which like, Oh, part of me wanted to be like, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just I fucking you know whatever. At the same time, I feel like I'm at the age now where I should probably stop being so superficial about shit. You know, like it's just facial hair. But the other side of me is like, I haven't shaved this shit off my face completely for over 15 years, and that was only because I was drunk and accidentally did it when I was shaving. You know, like. I don't like how I look without fucking facial hair. I hate it. Look like a fucking beluga whale. <laughs> and That's why um, I don't shave. but then I start also I also start thinking too, like, well, masks are being enforced anyways. Nobody's gonna be able to see my goddamn face anyways outside the house or somebody maybe see it passing me by in the van or something, you know, but but you know, I mean I'm trying to stay positive about it, but at the same time I am fucking pretty fucking pissed it's it's mainly the fact that it's all for nothing you know i wish that um 
you know, if they would have tried to get me to do this like three, four months ago, I think I would have fucking understood a little better. Mm-hmm. But we've already had like we've already had like two um, potential cases come through our fucking facility, and we had no PPE at all. They told us to just wash our hands and wear a cloth mask and keep a six foot rule. You know, so I'm like, okay, well, so now that we're, it's it's basically just a way to be like, look what we did to keep our employees safe, you know, even though they're not doing shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. But the more logical ex, the more logical thing to do would to be buy better masks and not waste a bunch of money on sending us all to go get fitted for a mask as a piece of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um. But yeah, that happened. And then fucking the same day, they were like, oh, we, we really short staff. We work until midnight, even though I'd go in there since fucking goddamn six in the morning. And did you so. have to get up the next day and go back at six? No, it was last <laughs> night. Oh. So at, at least there was that. So I, I got to sleep in today. But, but yeah. Uh, um, I got to extra day off this week unless a bunch of bullshit happens and I get called in. Because I'm also on call there. Like, I'm a pretty important fucking employee there. I don't, I'm like, like not tooting my own horn, mm-hmm. but I would say I'm probably, I'd probably say that I'm like third in command here. But like, I share that title with somebody else though, you know? Well, yeah, you're one of their top employees. Yeah. I mean, I, I work on call shifts, which means like I cover people, you know, I cover shifts. If somebody calls and call like a basically on call admin, you know, I do duties that admin do, does and not regular employees do, you know, so. Um, so but, so yeah. Sounds like you, sounds so, like you need to get a pickup and start drinking silver bullets daily. Well, and to be <laughs> honest, like maybe maybe get a boat. Hopefully, what the fuck does that? Have hopefully, to do Claire doesn't set it on fire. No, <laughs> never. What are you? Yeah, never mind, about? Jesus. Is that from one of your? Is that from one of the top five movies we're doing? Later no, 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 no. That's from a person that we used to work with. Is it? Drink oh. silver bullets. <laughs> pick up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boat on fire. Bingo. Gotcha. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, I got you. But yeah, and then, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to a little uh, relaxation. Probably don't know what I'm going to do for the 4th of July, but I know that I'm going to try to do something, you know, with the family and try to beat the coronavirus blues and at least maybe go someplace and watch some fireworks, you know, maybe have the kids come over. As, uh, but, as I own, are they doing the, their fireworks or are they just, is well, it all? They're doing the fireworks else mm. but i'm sure there'll probably be a thousand people over the park and some, like fucking morons <laughs> yeah. probably signing probably signing the fucking uh you know flush down kate brown petitions. yeah the recall kate you brown know. petitions mm-hmm. yeah yeah so anymore like i get it she's a cunt and she's kind of a useless governor but like i, I kind of just like support her just because i like watching her piss all these douchebags <laughs> off like the, the one thing she does that I like is she pisses these douchebags off. But you know what? Another thing that I like, and I stand by her with, is she's handled this coronavirus shit like a fucking champion. So fuck them. 
little bitches. So I don't want to wear a fucking mask out in public. It's to get my constitutional rights. Yeah, no shit. Fucking. You want to fucking talk about snowflakes? Watch fuck a bunch of conservatives try to wear masks in public. Then you just fucking see a bunch of crybabies come out and act like a bunch of fucking two year olds that just drop their fucking ice cream on the fucking ground. You gotta wear masks. Yeah, talking about their freedoms are being fucking impeached upon as fucking black people are getting choked out in the fucking uh, goddamn street. I fucking saw some bitch earlier was on some Black Lives Matter post and she was like, well, if you don't break the law, the cops don't mess with you. And I was like, hey, sweetheart, your privilege is showing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. How do people not get it? How do people not get it? I I know I don't think it, I don't think if the, yeah I mean we we've been tap-toeing around it but we finally just need to hit it head on. Uh, I either I think of one or two things. It's either they really just don't get it because they've never lived around a population of people of different color like that. Well, neither have that I, that actually matters. Or, you know, or they just don't fucking care and they truly are racist and it's actually fucking showing. I guess. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, because goddamn, they're fucking stupid. Like, most of these motherfuckers have more education than I do. But they're fucking stupid. How do you not see it? It's on the fucking writing on the wall. Like, well, it, it, fucking... and a lot of the, you know, the boomer generation too, I guess I'll use the slang of the day for them. You know, a lot of these people are like, well, you know, we lived through polio and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, some people are going to die and some people are going to be fine, but you know, life goes on. Well, Dude, we got boomers that are like 20 years old here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker. Like, you guys are ruined. Like, you guys are, like, not going to fucking survive this shit. You know? Like, like no matter what happens, you're going to fucking... The world's going to be fucked after this. It's going to be fucked for your kids. Uh, the world's going to be and a different be place fucked. after this. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, and these guys don't like. I don't know. You know, a lot of the older people are like, whatever. They're about to. They're about to clock out, so they don't give a shit. You know. So. Well, and the post that I put the other day, you know, and it's true that there's people in different countries that they wear masks all the time during cold and flu season just to not fucking spread it around to their fellow countrymen and shit, or not get mm-hmm. sick themselves. Well, they're out. Yeah, and the elderly and the young, yeah. you know. But, you know, it's like, fuck, are we that, like, vain and, like, un- like thoughtless of a fucking country that we can't put on a simple goddamn disposable mask? If our fucking retarded fucking piece of shit child, man-child of a fucking president told these cocksuckers to put a mask on, they would fucking do it and then ask if they could suck his dick while fucking having the mask on. Like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, Mr. President, but I'm pretty sure, you know, just in case you wanted a blowjob, I'm pretty sure I could suck your dick through this yeah, mask. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a BJ hole in the mask, right? Well, or they'll get those ones that they can just pop that little plastic part off 
and they can put his little tiny needle dick through that fucking like ventilation hole. And anybody who's listening to this, I just want to be crystal clear that I am not a fucking Democrat. Okay. Like I'm not a Democrat. I I'm an independent, I'm an independent voter. It says on my fucking voters card. Well, I am. Yeah, I am one too, but I mean, I'll be telling you right now, I ain't no making no bones about I'm voting for Biden this round. That's one thing this pandemic and this Black Lives Matter shit and our dumb fuck president fucking handled things did was sure as fuck made me decide to vote for that piece of shit because whatever, you know. Well, I would like to see a little bit more backing for that libertarian candidate, but just like just like all just like all third party candidates, you were never going to win in a political. You know who the last third party person was that won in our political system? Was fucking Wasn't it Lincoln? Teddy. No, it was Teddy Roosevelt. That's right. Yeah. He ran on the he ran the he... Bull Moose party and he fucking wiped the floor with him. I thought he lost. Nope. He went he he won the Bull Moose and Or no, you're right. He did you you are you are, you are completely right. He 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 uh no he uh lost the presidential race when he was the independent one. Then the guy that won ended up getting assassinated, so Roosevelt got voted in as because he uh, ran on the ticket as the guy's vice. Mm. Okay. So, or something, yeah, something, I mean, I, some hibbity jibbity like that. But I mean, the way I see it is, uh, you know, the third party voting fight can come uh, next election when <laughs> you know, like. Let's worry about getting him out of here now. And there's too many dumb fucking Democrats that won't vote independent. So I might as well hop on that wagon and support it just to get that piece of shit out of here. Because right now I would take I would take another eight years of Bush over another fucking day of this piece of shit. Well, I wish I wish Biden would hurry up and announce his running mate like the whose vice is going to be. Yeah, he's because a little we got we the thing is we got to look at it because if we're going to be voting him in, we're also looking at the fact that he's getting older and he's kind of looking more senile and stuff. There's some dementia. There's some dementia starting to signs there, and I'm you know, and I'm talking like this is from you know listening to other like you know medical experts and shit say that. Yeah, who knows though? Yeah, and that's really. true. It could he could just be himself. So this is coming from somebody who's dealt with a lot of memory loss patients and a lot of dementia. I don't see any there. I'm not an expert on it, but I've been around a lot of them. I don't see it. Not a fucking bit of it. So, and I've fucking had hours and hours and hours of conversation with dementia people. I think it's some bullshit that fucking dumb fucking MAGA hat wearing fuckwads fucking make up. So, um. But you know, you know, uh, and, that, and that's the thing right there. What about a person like you know, a good like down to earth democratic person that just loved wearing red and white hats? Yeah. Hasn't this fucking eight years just ruined their fucking hat wearing life? I think there's bigger fish to fry. Well, I know, I time. know. I'm just fucking making, trying to make a little bit light of a joke here. Well, yeah. Um, but. There were rumors going around that he was going to pick Michelle Obama, but she debunked those yeah. because she said that they don't want to go anywhere near the White House ever again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame him whatsoever. I don't blame him a bit at all. Let's look at, 
I'd like to see I, him either pick that. I'd like to see him pick that Klobuchar lady from Minnesota. He's he might pick Kamala. Yeah. You know, I don't know. He might pick Kamala Harrison or whatever the fuck that chick's name was. I'd like him to pick Tulsi. But anyways, you know, I'm uh, I'm getting a little thirsty. So let's uh, close this segment out and come back and do something a little happier and drink some beer. What do you beer. All right. So we're going to close this out and we're going to roll into a song by the Scoffs. This is called In Cold Blood. Followed by motherfucking Ruckus. Coffin Bill for two. We'll be back, back with you with our beer segment.
It was a great show, Jimmy. You're going to be a rich artist. Hey, what happened to the stuff I made? Your art, Jimmy? We sold it. You sold the stuff I made? I went back. Give it. No, remember, we sell it. I give you money. I can't make new stuff out of money. Give me cans. I want cans. The good ones. You know, the, the smash -ums. So you don't want money. You want cans. Duh. You're the boss, Jimmy. I'm the boss. <laughs> Stay angry, Jimmy.
And here we have some boondoggle keychains. A must-have for this season's fashion. I already made like affinity of those at scout camp. Well, is anyone else here trying to earn money for college? Your mom goes to college. <laughs> Let's bring in that. Alrighty, folks, we're back. That was the scoffs in cold blood, followed by motherfucking ruckus coffin built for two. So, I think I went first last week. What do you got this week, buddy? So, I actually got, I had two this week. I just finished the first one, so I'll review it real quick. It's the, uh, let's see here. It was Pelican Brewing out of Tillamook, Oregon. That's pel- right, made right made right on the Oregon coast there. Mm-hmm. And it's their raspberry at sea volume two. It's a raspberry or it's like a ale with raspberries. Huh. Uh Pelican kind of reminds kind of reminds like Woodberry a little bit, yeah. but uh not as funky. What was the name of it again? Raspberries Raspberried at Sea. Like you know, uh, it was like playing on like the play on words like buried at sea, yeah. like raspberried at sea. Yeah. Volume two. So it's like their second version of mm-hmm. it. And it was uh six percent alcohol actually. Really? Uh so for a for a first beer of the day at uh ten o'clock at night, it was kind of a good one. Stout little sucker. Yeah, well Yeah, it's a good be it's a good beer. It's a good tasting, uh wasn't overly powered on the uh, raspberries, hmm. so that's always good. But anyways, you were saying about Pendleton. Uh, I don't think I was saying anything about Pendleton, but um, oh, but yeah, that was uh, I I like or I say Pelican, I think, but Pelican oh, okay. Brewing is pretty Pelican Brewing is pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. I've liked everything I've got from them. Um, I haven't even heard of that one though. That one sounds pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not too into the fruity stuff, but I think I could probably do a little something like that. It's not yeah, overpowering. Is it spelled buried or like berry berry? It's R A S P B E R R I E D, like raspberry. Okay. So I'll send you the spelling well, and everything. Where did you get? So, uh, where'd you get get it at? Uh, Safeway and Hermiston. Okay. Actually got, I actually got it yesterday. I got it last night after I got them berry picking. So oh, right on. Got Ooh, that man. one. Then I got find my opener here. Basically a lighter. Can't find my. It is Tucana Tangerine Sour from Ecliptic Brewing out of Portland. And it is. What is it again? Hold on. Tucana. T U C A N A. It's a tangerine sour. It's an ale. And it's uh, from Ecliptic out of Portland. Okay, I've heard of Ecliptic. They're a little. You know, I haven't really liked any Ecliptic that I've tried, though. But the only one I think I tried is Space Dust. Mm hmm. So, all right. Well, we'll give it a shot here. Give it a shot. That is a tart sour. I like it. 
Yeah. Let's see here. Little the tartness on the first taste is a little overpowering. I will say that, <clears throat> even for me. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Mm. So, and I, I'll I'll say this: I'll put this up against that half of that tangerine hefeweizen from Ice Harbor. And this will yeah. kick its this will kick its ass every time. Hmm. Wow! So, so yeah, Tucana Tangerine Sour from Ecliptic Brewing in Portland, thumbs up. And also Raspberry at Sea Volume Two from Pelican Brewing and Tillamook, thumbs up as well. Right on. Yeah, so I went to Winco last weekend, and you know their beer selection sucks now. Hmm. Um, I was kind of bummed. Really? Um, yeah, especially their singles. You know, I fucking don't want a six pack or a four pack of everything, and I don't want all my shit in cans. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking world is moving to cans. I think it's just something that's happening, man. It's cheaper. Um, and since the frat bros love canned fucking IPAs now, the fucking good breweries are getting off the hook on spending a little extra money for fucking packaging. So. Dude, haven't um, like the frat bros of like yesteryear kind of became the uh, like kayaking, fucking hiking, uh, hipster folks now? Yeah, kind of. It's like, aren't they kind of like the new age like frat folk? Like, we're gonna go, mm. we're gonna go drink canned IPAs on top of an eight thousand foot peak. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I think I think they're kind of trying to shake the old frat boy um, mentality too, because of the whole woke, you know, generation now and all. Well, the- yeah, the, they can't have the sex. They can't have the sexual assault fucking frat boy generation That's anymore. Thing. All their older brothers are actually doing time for all the rape they've done. So yeah. fucking. Uh, um. Now little brothers are trying to change to make a positive change, so they go hiking and. Either that or they've become a member of the woke crew and are now like running a bed and breakfast with, you know, one of their frat brothers that's became basically their life partner. And, you know, I would wish them all the well in life. (laughs) But anyway, so I ended up caving and I got a four pack of this stuff. Um, It's in a can. It's uh, from a brewery out of Montana. Ooh. Um, what is it? Is it? It's Boner, Montana. <laughs> Boner, Montana. Boner, Montana. Is it B O N N E R? Or yeah. B-O-N- uh, I think it's Boner, but Boner. I think I think Boner, Montana is uh, a yeah. Boner, Montana is better. But yeah. this is called uh, this is called Kettle House Brewing. Um, this, this one is called fish on, it's a juicy Montana pale ale. The side of the can says it's zesty, vibrant, and easy drinking. So I shall be the judge of that right now on Dogwater Radio, episode 11. Zesty. (laughs) Even, even, even the, like the opening of it, it should just be zesty. (laughs) It smells real good, actually. It smells pretty good. I think it's got a little fruit in it, though. I'm going to bet. 
I think that's why it's supposed to be a juicy pale ale. It smells like it might have a little lemon in it. Ooh. That's not too bad. Ugh. It's not the best, not the worst. Kind of like my beer last week, really. Pretty easy to drink, though. It is easy drinking. The can's not lying. And it is zesty and vibrant. <laughs> not Zesty. Fa- not false advertising on the can. That's for shizzle. So, I don't know what drew me to this. There's nothing fancy about the can, you know. And it's in a can. It's it's just a fucking bitch to find anything good in the bottle, man. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, other if it's not like Rogue or like a special the shoots or, you know, like a, a fucking $12 beer. Well, even Rogue, man, is moving away from um you like you know, they've got they're they're carrying three Rogues in Hepner right now. And they're all in fucking cans. You know, mm-hmm. they, they're now carrying the American Dreamland Lager. Mm-hmm. They're carrying the Bat, Bat Squatch still, and then they're carrying Dead Man Ale. And it's, they're all in fucking cans. So, yeah, this isn't too bad. Um, I don't, I smell a little, little like fruit juice in it, but I don't taste it. And it kind of has an IPA taste, even though it's a pale ale. It's very hoppy. Mm. But it's not, it's not super hoppy, though. But it's a, it's a little happy. Would you buy it again? Maybe. Actually, I might. Especially if it was like around here. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if I was traveling to Washington and um, was on the hunt for beer, I wouldn't buy it again. But if I was looking for a decent beer and I was in Hapner. I'd, I'd probably buy one of these if it was just chilling on the shelf in Hapner, and I was looking for a decent beer. You know, maybe yeah. that's what maybe that's what we could do for a future show, like field trip or something. Mm-hmm. Go up and uh, visit Taco again, and well, this man, this is fucking a lot harder than I thought it would be. You know, finding beer every week has been a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. I just don't, and and especially for me, I mean, you drink a little more than me. Mm-hmm. So with me, I'm like, I just want to get a bottle, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I don't want to fucking buy a fucking six-pack because I only want to drink one and review it, you know? 90% yeah. of the time, I might drink another one. Claire might have one. And then I cook with the rest of the shit. It's pretty expensive to cook with fucking, you know, $10, $12 six-pack of beer, I guess. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't cook with a lot of it. I'll, uh, if I'm drilling like a steak or something, and like the last like final little bit on the barbecue, I'll uh, drizzle beer over it, just kind of moisten it back up a bit. I cook so. with, uh, I cook with it a lot. Um, I marinate a lot of meat with it. So. Mm-hmm. But I try to stick with the cheap shit. But then I start feeling like a fucking alcoholic because I've like got a fucking. 12 pack of fucking Coors in the fridge that or uh, you know I'll pound down half of it just for fun and then dump half of it in a marinade and mm-hmm. then I decided well you know so but then I'm like I'm like I don't ever the, the beer's supposed to be there just for barbecue and you know so then I've got but we've got like such a variety like I got a variety pack coming your way pretty quick man so I'm like saving a lot of these six packs and buying them and saving one out of it for you so I'll bring it your way pretty soon. All right. And I've yeah. never, I've never been a, you know, afraid of 
taking free beer, so. <laughs> well, I saved one of those bat squatches for you. I, I pretty much those... just want the can, because I think the fucking can's sweet looking. Yeah, if you don't like IPAs, you're probably not going to like bat squatch, because it is a fucking IPA. It's, it's one tough. of those, like, I can probably drink a few drinks out of it, and it'll, uh, yeah. it'll get made in, th- like, a can ornament somehow. <laughs> I think it's too, um, it's too hoppy for me to buy it again. Yeah. To be honest. It was good, but I don't think I'd buy it again. And it got me hammered, though, just the one or two I drank. This one's pretty good, though. I would buy it again if it was just for casual drinking. And it wasn't very expensive, now that I think about it. I think it was probably only, like, you know, they're in pounder pint cans. There's four of them, and I think it was, like, 10 bucks. Yeah, the raspberry yeah. at sea, that uh, six-pack was only, I believe, like, 809 so it was actually uh, which actually kind of drew drew me to buying the six pack because I was like, oh fuck, it's only eight bucks. So, well, it sounds like they did they restock their beer at Safeway then because yeah they uh, got because I think they got a few new ones in there. It kind of okay. looks like they got a like some of the uh, breweries sent out some of their seasonal shit. Do you see any new Rogue in there? No, all I just all I seen was the Shavasana and was the only single and they had a few six packs of different and the uh they had a, the cans of the dreamland and shit okay and then yeah they probably had the bat squatch like everybody's got yeah. the bat squatch right now and the yeah. dead guy i'm you know i'm thinking about picking up it's been probably 15 years since i've had maybe even more than that since i've had a um dead guy ale so the last time i drank dead guy after uh, uh, we uh, drank those growlers and Eugene and everything, I drank it a few more times down there. I was up hunting one afternoon, and we basically had some co- like just old cooler beer that we drank. Then we went into Ukiah to get more, and I decided to be you know saucy and bought a six pack of dead guy. I got so unbelievably fucked up off those six <laughs> beers that I I actually slept up they like we broke down camp and I was fucking hammered breaking camp down and literally like got in my pickup drove maybe a hundred yards down the road and realized that I am way too fucked up to even be driving in the mountains right now. And I shut my pickup off. I put took the keys out. I walked around a little bit, went in, took a nap for about three hours. And woke up almost right at dark with the absolute fucking worst hangover I've ever had. <laughs> Just off of those six dead guys. And I'm like, ugh. Didn't yeah. I it, it took me about an hour and a half to like drive like home and Yeah, I was sober but just fucking not feeling good at all. Stopped mm-hmm. and barfed a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it'll get you, man. Yeah, but the, the fucking the necromancer got me out that day. <laughs> I do see well, that the store here in Boardman has the hazelnut brown. Yeah, it's been. I don't. I, it's been a long time since I tried that one. Me too. Like I, I've kind of been. I, I, I'm not really a huge fan of hazelnut though. Is my only problem. Yeah, me. Either. But I'm thinking since I've started kind of changing my 
my likes to darker beer. I, I fucked that almost every time I've walked past it. But I don't know, man. I, I think I remember having it and not enjoying it too much. Maybe <laughs> I should buy a six pack and give you three of them and I'll take three of them and we both review it next week. <laughs> yeah, we can meet and exchange those beers and maybe that, that'd be good. Yeah, I have some stickers uh, for you that I got in the mail from like the sticker pack that I ordered too. Oh, really? What are they? So like Nirvana, like band, just kind of cheapo band stickers, but they're kind of cool. Like some Nirvana oh, cool. shit, like a few that you can give Paige. I uh, I bought a, I just bought a bunch of fucking Ruckus stickers too. I've seen that, and I think that's super cool that you got that you're getting the Rainbow logo. For yeah, the snake I think those too. are gonna be. I think those are gonna be a uh, limited run of. Uh, but yeah, it's not gonna be the Snake Awana. It's gonna be the other one because the, the Snake Awana didn't take to the Rainbow very well. Oh, so. But still, dude, be, one of those the rainbow ones, I it'll go right on my pickup. So yeah, well, right next to the Sasquatch sticker. <laughs> let's roll into another segment, man. How about that? Yep, um, that sounds good. So, got some drinking music for you to go with the drinking segment. We got a little bit of Lauren Walker Madsen. Another last call. Some of the best drinking music is Lauren Walker Madsen, followed by my go-to drinking music because he's been on like every drinking segment in some form. It's Mr. Felix Thursday. It's hard to stay sober in Hepner, and God damn it, is he right? Um, it, it is goddamn hard to stay sober in Hepner. So we will be right back with you. It's hard to stay sober in Morrow County. That it is, sir. Oh. And I'm back in the saddle Gonna try to get my feet back on solid ground Just spent a couple weeks with my baby off the road It's time to burn up the miles and burn up the shows I'm gonna need a strong whiskey coat to get me through the night Yeah, I'm gonna need a whole lot of wrong to get feeling right Stand with every bar I play From New York to Alabama to California I always need a heavy dose of some nightlife And neon lights Yeah, cause I get the shakes Every time I leave a town behind Even though it ain't long before I'm feeling fine Give me the deer's beard joint Or honky-tonk inside Yeah, give me a hot shot of cold beer To help me chase down the good time After the band and I play our last song And the jukebox is coming on There'll probably be a drunk cowboy in the band Who's trying hard to get himself some I come and go as fast as I came in Sweeping through just like the wind Another last call for alcohol Another bar room Yeah, another last call for alcohol 
Yeah, just need to cut loose and pour out my heart and soul Sing some country blues and my songs from the road It always helps the hard times go down Whiskey smooth Yeah, take it down, sing it loud Cause you ain't got nothing to lose Cause after the band and I play our last song If the jukebox is coming on Buzzing around the rooms Trying to get herself some I come and go as fast as I came in Sweeping through just like the wind Another last call for alcohol Another bar room Yeah, another last call for alcohol Another bar room Yeah, now give me one, two, three, or four rounds Five or six and start stumbling round Seven, eight, nine, ten, take them down, line them up again Now give me one, two, three or four rounds Five or six and start stumbling round Seven, eight, nine, ten, we take them down, line them up again After the band and I play our last song And the jukebox is coming on Probably be a drunk cowboy in the back Who's trying hard to get himself some I come and go as fast as I came in Sweeping through just like the wind Another last call for alcohol Another bar room Yeah, another last call for alcohol Another bar room Yeah, another last call buddy of mine. He took my house, I took the RV. <laughs> it's a good-looking vehicle, ain't it? Yeah, it's so nice parked in the driveway. Yeah, it sure does. But don't you go falling in love with it now, because we're taking it with us when we leave here next month. <laughs> <laughs> Stand sober and happy when the pedal 
guitar picking daddy with no wife to show Hey, I met all my wives I did again Lord, don't let Hebner make me weak flow What's hard stand sober Some of the um, some of the yellow, and don't get cheap on me. <laughs> All righty, folks, we're back. That was Lauren Walker Matson, another last call, followed by Felix Thursday. It's hard staying sober in Hefner. So yeah, yeah, that it is. Um, so yeah, I wanted to kind of drop, uh, give a shout out to some folks that have been given our podcast a little bit of attention and exchange for their kindness and shout outs to us. Uh, I checked out their show, a show called West coast radio. They're out of the Washington area by Seattle and Tacoma, that area. Um, nice. and it's actually, you know, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because, uh, you know, if I thought their podcast sucked, I would kind of just act like I didn't know them, but I was, I really like their, uh, their podcast and I was kind of in a place where I just was needing some more podcasts you know I have a the uh Jim Cornette show is you know strictly wrestling based and Rogan hasn't really been cutting the mustard for me lately and then I um just haven't really been finding too much so I, I decided to check them out and I really enjoyed the podcast it kind of Got the same vibe as us, just a couple dudes that uh, just kind of fucking bullshit and talk about things, talk about sports, talk about a few things, to talk about how things are going, and talk about a few harder subjects, too. They were talking about how their city was kind of under siege last week, you know, talking about the homeless problems, stuff like that, you know. They're not, they don't lean either way politically either, kind of like us, you know. They're not... Uh, I'm not listening to liberal radio and I'm not listening to conservative radio. It's kind of nice, you know, to kind of feel like, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to hear somebody with uh, talk about ideas that aren't based around one ideal or the next, you know? So, um, but yeah, if you haven't checked them out yet, they've been liking our stuff on Instagram and been kind of, you know, actually communicating on our posts and stuff, saying their favorite kinds of weed and shit like that. You Sweet. know, so, I'll have to check, I'll yeah. check them out and everything. Cool podcast. Yeah, and they run off Anchor just like us nice. too. So, um, you can find them on uh, um, Spotify and shit like that. I'll I'll hook their link up in our links so that people can find them if they want to go check them out. So West. Coast Radio. It's probably going to be kind of hard to find, so um, I'll put the link up for you guys. But yeah. 
I wanted to give them a mention. Do they, uh, rep- do they Any- represent Westside? I mean, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I would- that's good too. You know, they represent yeah. for Westside, which is something that I do quite yeah. often. If um, they represent it for Wu Tang, it would be even like a double dose of greatness. Well, I think everybody represents for Wu Tang yeah. these days. You know, it's just kind of like getting your first year draft card if you're a guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> If you've never thrown the woo symbol up, like you ain't living, you ain't living yet. <laughs> yeah. So, anything else new on the old Mad Darn front, or what, man? Hmm. Not really. Just gonna go away for the weekend for for Fourth of July, and probably just take the take her time coming home Sunday. Maybe do a little fishing on the John Day on the way home. So nice. if it's not like really shitty weather out and the wind's blown a million miles an hour. Yeah, this wind can fuck straight up. Yeah, man. I mean, this wind has honestly put dampers in a little bit of my plans for the week. So it's kind of shitty. And it's, and it's yeah, not very dude. good on my garden either. Like, Yeah, that's another thing, man. Like, This is two years in a row this has fucking been like this. I couldn't even put my pot plants outside last year in this shit because the same shit was happening. Like the other day I dropped like fucking like two pounds of carne asada I just cooked on the barbecue because the wind picked up. Like luckily it landed face up so I only lost like probably a quarter of the pan but fuck I was pissed man. Like, Jesus Christ, like I go outside and try to barbecue, I'm getting hit in the face with dirt and shit. It's like well, it's like I I I'm like I walk it. the dog down to like the dog shit park and like I'm getting pelted in the face with fucking sand and like just mm-hmm. you know it's shitty. Fucking I try I, can't even count I try and like drive to Hermiston and fucking I'm getting blown all over the freeway. Yeah, I can't even count the fucking times I've lost my hat and mm-hmm. shit. You know it's so fucking. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. It's supposed to slow down to like ten or twenty miles per hour tomorrow. Gee, oh, thanks. yippee! Like it's better, better than fucking fifty or whatever it's been. Yeah, and I had a giant fucking tree branch fall in my fucking yard today, and or not today, but yes, day before yesterday, and it fell right on the fence for my fucking junior KKK <laughs> fucking neighbor, and fucking. Luckily, he's not fucking moved in there yet, but I was like, great, this is what I need after a 12-hour shift is fucking this kid, kid, fucking this Jimmy dude, <laughs> like, off of the, like, off of the hill, that's how I'm per- Jimmy, make it, make back and try again. Get off me, woman, I've been working on cars all day. <laughs> Oh man, the, you're gonna the, the you're gonna like the sounds of your neighborhood are gonna be like unmuffled Jeep Cherokees and fucking like, <laughs> pickups. Drive? I don't know. Fuck. Do you? No, <laughs> I mean, it's a it, that's a guess because that's like kind of. <laughs> I mean, Jeep that's Cher- like that's like saying like. Yo, most college students drive like mid nineties fucking Toyota Corollas and shit. But Jeep Cherokees are usually the uh, white trash family mobile. You know, it's kind of like the white trash suburban. 
Yeah, I got two of them. Yeah, man. they can yeah. they can uh, stuff all their crotch goblins in the back of those and take them out, <laughs> <laughs> take them out, and fucking run their fucking unmuffled fucking Jeep Cherokees over the mountain and go man. <laughs> Let them swim in the shithole. Yeah, gonna go up there. That not that pond over there. That too nice for my kid. <laughs> We're gonna go down the one down the road where. There have been cows in it. It's more natural. It's more natural. <laughs> well, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make them smear the mud on them, and their <laughs> mom gonna make some some just cheese sandwiches for them. That's it. They're just gonna just scoop the Velveeta out of the the tub and just put it on the ninety nine cent door bread, and Not give it to them. Did to give it to them like that. Mm-hmm. No peanut butter. No peanut butter. The tease. <laughs> my kids. My kids don't need that. None of that goddamn hippie peanut butter stuff. <laughs> we don't vaccinate either. <laughs> we don't vaccinate. <laughs> Kate Brown. <laughs> Kate Brown. She's you know she's the Nazi. We don't vaccinate her Kate kids. Brown. I hear Kate Brown's been peeing in all the vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kate Brown spit. And my kid's polio vaccine. <laughs> I heard that polio is caused by liberal spit. <laughs> I heard this COVID was just a big old, big old tent from the liberals just get Mr. Trump out of office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the side effects of all the COVID stuff. Have, Making all these BLM people protest, BLM protests. I thought, I was like, Bureau of Land Management. Why we we? I said that's a protest. <laughs> I can that's a protest I can get behind. The Bundys will come up for a BLM protest too. I always thought, I thought BLM stood for bad looking monster trucks. <laughs> Bureau of Land Morons. <laughs> Beer looks mighty tasty. <laughs> Beer looks looks magnificent. <laughs> uh, you go get me my cigarettes, youngins. <laughs> Your mama smells like stale beer. Freedom. How many times have I told you not to piss on your sister? <laughs> John Quincy, George Wash. <laughs> Jaywash. Jaywash. <laughs> it's she's a girl, so we spelled it with a J. <laughs> and Donita Trumpita, that's our new baby girl. <laughs> uh says we went, we went for a more more Latin sounding name. So Donita <laughs> Trumpita just it just it rolls right off the tongue. Mm-hmm. And you can put it back down with a nice, tall, cool hurricane. <laughs> Honey, put the ramen on. There's a Duck Dynasty marathon on. <laughs> right after that, it'll be 24 hours of storage wars. <laughs> yep. Uncle, Uncle Si just lost his tea glass again. You better hurry. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, kid. We better bow our heads and pray with them at the table like they're praying every episode. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, amen, Phil. Homosexuals are bad. Mm-hmm. We understand <laughs> that. Beards are good. Yep. Maybe you gotta go not tell about stroking each other off in the duck blind. Yeah, oh, God. I know oh, Willie's beard God. tickles really bad. <laughs> oh, that, that escalated uh, quickly. I feel yeah, better. I actually so. feel better now. Me too. Yeah. I went into like a trance. Dude. Yeah. I kind of just, I, I guess every once in a while, it's like a drug. You just got to, you know, let your white trash Feels like like come out. <laughs> Feels like an episode of Dog Water. Yeah. It feels like an early episode of Dog Water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my other neighbors, they came over with their chainsaw because it was a giant branch and I'm going to cut it off and got Sweet. it out of that piece of shit's yard. Sweet. Did you just leave it in their yard? No, I threw it in mine because I didn't want to fucking. End up with him showing up on my porch with a robe with fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, robe. <laughs> I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to fashion the branches into a cross. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just about to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I think they threw like did did did, did a cross and uppercase. Or little tea. <laughs> I don't know. Don't eat a trumpeta. Look on her birth certificate. <laughs> I don't know. It's so, in that scribbly letter looking stuff. Don't eat a trumpeta. This episode is dedicated to. To Donita Trumpita and the children of the COVID. <laughs> yeah. You ever have you watched those? Have you watched that any of those? Uh, that one guy in the quarantine kids, where it's like him and his kids, and they have like a little family band. Uh-uh. Uh They got this like they got like a little girl, and then like two boys, and then it's him and. Uh, this I don't know why, but I want to kick this little girl in her face every time I see her. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to say, and I I don't know why I feel this way, but I just like want to spank her ass. What? Like, I I want to legitimately find where they live and go and spank this child. She doesn't do anything wrong, really. She just. <laughs> Looks like the kind of kid that needs your ass spanked and kind of sounds like it. Just want to punch her right in the fucking <laughs> brighter, cute, squinty face. But yeah, I encourage you to watch that. It's a little, it's a little odd. Are they Mormons? Yeah. I they feel they have a very Mormon vibe. Uh-huh. Like positive rock and roll song. So I'm assuming that they're probably not Mormon, but they're probably religious of some of some sort, but I, th- I think if they were Mormon, they would just do straight hymns, you know, like, yeah, there's like, like the, they're the, like the mainstream, like the new age Mormons. Yeah. Maybe they are kind of like Eric and Darcy, but the, the, Eric, the, the hip, the hip of Mormons, but even Eric and Darcy's kid rock, like the hymns, you know, if you ask him to sing a song, I'll, I'll, I'll bust out a hymn for you. Yeah. 
So, which I was like, oh, okay, cool. You should listen to Tupac, Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 15, come visit your Uncle Dog Bite for a music lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to go visit old heathen Uncle Dog Bite? No, they love me, actually. They, they I like show up like twice a year and it's never on any of their birthdays or Christmas, but I always bring presents. So like they know when I come up, they're like, Oh, Uncle Dog by Terry's got shit for us. <laughs> they're like, like sweet. He he got stuff yeah. and we're probably gonna hear a couple curse words. They're like, It's <laughs> it's August it's August third. <laughs> There's nothing going on, but we're getting presents today. <laughs> we're getting presents today, and I heard him call Aunt Candy, our grandma Candy, a fucking bitch. <laughs> I didn't. No, oh, I know, and I would never. I would never think you would. Just in case she's listening, I never said. Yeah, I love you, Candy. <laughs> she's she's not listening though. But I know my, yeah, my hey, offer my... to Mexico is still on the still on the, <laughs> still oh. standing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, well, her fifth wheel's nicer than yours, so I think she might pass. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, the, you know, a fifth wheel's high class pimping, man. My, I'm I'm blue collar with just the pull behind here. Yeah, they have it parked on their property above the Cuts Fourth Park too. So, I, and that's that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty. Half Luton. That's pretty prime mountain area. I don't know how my uncle Kevin weaseled his way into that actually, because he literally owns property on the other side of the highway from from Cutsforth Park. Hmm. There's like four lots there. Monty Crum has one. Some other guy has one, and then fuck it, he has one. Hmm. Got a pond on there. He just dug out and shit. So it's a pretty Sweet. cool piece. He's got like a building there, and then he's got like a little thing that he parked out there for him. And then uh, Candy Parks or Fifth Wheel out there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pretty cool out there. Fuck, we're on 17 minutes already. Yeah, um, I was going to say, what do you uh, roll under your, what's your boob to yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I, I actually – it took me a while to find this. I was trying to find something good. See, like the point of this is, is I'm trying to like find shit that's really cool and really unique. And I'm glad that I hadn't – I was like, well, we'll see what this guy's got in store. And then I found like the one of the holy grails in the Dog Bite Harris YouTube um, saga here. Uh so I'm really stoked I found this. Um, but it's Bob Wayne, Blood to Dust. This is back from when he was um, just guitar teching for Hank 3. And um, so this would be the tour before I saw him the first time um, with Hank 3 at uh, the Wow Hall. Um. But Hank 3 gives him an intro, and then he uses Hank 3's band to back him up. And it's really – it's cool, man. Um, it's pretty good quality for as old as it is. So 
Uh, but yeah, so that's the boob tube video or, or song of the week. Um, and then, um, and for those of you guys, I guess I should explain what the boob tube song is, just in case somebody's listening for the first time. This is where I, I go through YouTube and find good tracks to pull up that are just live tracks. And then I transfer them over to MP3s and play them for you guys. And then after that, we got a little Joseph Huber coming down from you. And then we'll be right back to send you out. We're going to do our top fives um, movies that we hate that everybody else loves. And that's how we'll, we'll send you out this week. So we'll be right back with you, folks. All right. So I got some good running buddies. You know, I always say the Hank Williams of today is Mr. Wayne the Train Hancock. And the Merle Haggard of today is Dale fucking Watson. And I always reference, he, he can tell a story, he can sing his ass off. This is the Chris Christopherson of my generation. Goddamn, let's hear it from Bob Wayne. What's up? All right, we got a true story here. I was born in 1977, the year that Elvis died and went to heaven. My mama worked at nighttime singing cover songs. Well, my daddy was a lawman with the FBI. But for cash money, he do deals on the side. Mama said he even killed a man once, never even got caught. Well, they fought like hell for several years. Ma told Pa, disappear. Well, that's when old Dano came in, threatened my daddy's life. I didn't see him again till I was 12 years old. My mom pointed him out in a record store. I went up and said, my name's Bobby. He said, I'm Bobby too. He still didn't know just who I was. I told him I was his eldest son. I could see the teardrops welling up in his eyes. Well, he gave me his phone number and we said goodbye. It was two months later that old Bob died with a needle in his arm in some hotel room. Well, they say some things in our lives are best forgotten. Well, I say those are things that make you who you are. So be proud of what you got and where you come from. Because from blood to dust, you know it, it ain't very far. Next thing I know, I'm 15 years old, playing electric guitar, smoking dope. It was then I dedicated my life to rock and roll. 
I got a drummer and I got a band. You probably never heard of us. We were called Stickman. We played all ages shows till the cops ran us out of town. We moved to the big town, chasing a dream. Weren't cool enough to make the scene. We just ended up drinking a lot, getting all strung out. Well, Miles moved to Frisco, wound up dead. Carl got clean, shaved his head. And old Mike Fisher went back home, had a bunch of kids. Now me, on the other hand, I had plans of my own. Broken hearted, sick and alone. I was gonna kill myself, just like my old man. Something happened, I ain't sure what it was. Best I can figure is the Lord up above, cause I'm sitting here stone cold sober singing these fucked up songs. Well, they say some things in our lives are best forgotten. I say those things that make you who you are. Well, so be proud of what you got and where you come from cause from blood to dust you know it it ain't very far no from blood to dust it ain't very far I said from blood to dust ain't very myself a little hottie.
like a heavy snow Till that bending seats to break and then I'm taking on a new road Although I'm getting mighty used to Coming down from you Low waterfall Lord how I pleaded Oh but don't we all Don't we all do what we need to do When the feelings needed Don't we all look like a fool Coming down from you Still coming down from you That grass is growing Window forget blowing Or water forget flowing Each keeping their word Till the day of knowing Every little one but you Coming down from you Well I'm leaving town I don't know where I land I go another round for a ticket to that general world Always waiting in the next hand To the tune of a bulldog loose I'll be coming down from you To the tune of a bulldog loose Coming down from you No, she. I, I wasn't even trying. She told me she had a, a boyfriend. Oh yeah, she told me she had a boyfriend too. When she was fucking my car. All right, folks, we're back. That was our boob tube segment. Bob Wayne, Blood Dust, with a intro from Hank Three, and he used the that damn band too. It's from fucking probably two thousand nine. Say maybe even earlier than that. Maybe mm. two thousand eight. Fuck, maybe even 2007. Long, long time ago. Yeah, and then we had Joseph Huber, formerly of the 357 String Band. Uh, coming down from you was that one. But yeah, so top five movies that we hate. I think Top uh, five hated movies. 
But the trick is, is these are movies that everybody else loves. So um, yes. I'm going to let you go first because I went last week first. So. All right. And like, like normal, I'll go from my, from five to one. So fifth, five hated movies that I've come to like hate. A fucking whole American Pie franchise. <laughs> I the almost... first couple times of watching those movies, they were funny. <laughs> the fucking millionth time, hundredth time that you watch them, they're just not funny anymore. They just get ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, I just, I get tired of listening to them. Yeah. Uh, then my number four movie, this will surprise a lot of people. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really? Yeah. You Not know, a big fan of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I also never have think... been. Just, just not. I just don't like it. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like young Matthew Broderick shit. Yeah. I think like I one of my favorite. Yeah. I think one of my favorite Matthew Broderick movies is Glory. Mm. But just because I like I like war movies, you know. Yeah. But uh. And uh, number three will probably kind of surprise you and piss a lot of people off and surprise a lot of people, but uh, the Back to the Future franchise. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, I just don't like the Back to the Future movies. I never really did like them. And, I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things, just don't like them. So, fucking number two. And I'm surprised I didn't pick a lot more movies from him, but uh, from Jim Carrey. But the fucking mask, absolutely hate the mask. What a, I, I didn't really like it either. Dumb. It's definitely I it was, not my favorite. Stupid. I thought it was dumb. I thought it's just over the top. Just over the top. Stupid. Yeah. And speaking of over the top stupid, my number one <laughs> my number one movie, and you know what it is. Fucking Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Hate that fucking movie. I I don't see how everybody thought it was so funny. I mean, yeah, there might have been like two or three funny parts, but like all it was was like a movie of like catchphrases that Spencer's could make fucking t shirts for. <laughs> I love that one too. And it starts off with the white stripes. So, you know, kind of got a cool soundtrack. The soundtrack's cool. The movie sucks. I mean, fuck, there's other <laughs> there's other movies out there that, you know, Batman Forever. Movie sucks. Soundtrack was good. Crow 2. The Crow 2's probably got one of the best soundtracks in yeah, the world. It's a fucking terrible movie. Couple. Same with Escape to LA. <clears throat> yeah. Dracula 2000. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, Anyways, let's, uh, let's hear yours. All right. This one's going to be super unpopular. <laughs> and this week, I'm going to go. I'm going to go from five to one, just like you do okay. this week, instead of just doing it in no order, because this is a pretty good order of movies that, you know, like this is pretty good hatred, like, you know order here mm-hmm. so number five of of this is going to piss a lot of people off but pulp fiction ah uh, 
I don't like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I don't like most. I don't like most fucking Quentin Tarantino movies, to be honest. Yeah, and, um, and that's what there's I a like, lot of people, and that's kind of what Tarantino is. It's either a love or hate, you know. But you know, I do like a lot of his movies, like From Dust Till Dawn. I love True Romance. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, um, Django and Chains was good, mm-hmm. or Django, I think is what mm-hmm. it's just called, Django. You watch that one? Yeah, Django Unchained. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, that was hard to watch. Some of that shit with Leonardo DiCaprio slayed that movie. Yeah. Wonderbar! Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of other... To me, that, that, to me that movie solidified Leo DiCaprio's acting ability right there. Yeah. I mean, it shows how good of an I actor think he any- is. I don't know. I think he solidified it a long time ago. Well, yeah. honestly, Arnie Arnie Graves solidified it. Well, me. yeah, but I mean, that's you know, that's also if Macaulay Culkin was you know back in the day too. Mm. Then like, then if like Party Monster was like a lot bigger than it what it was. Yeah, I don't think so because I think he just really played a retarded kid to yeah. a T, you know. And he did good in This Boy's Life and Basketball Diaries, mm-hmm. too. There was a lot of good movies he put out around that he time. He was but... good on Growing anyways... Pains. <laughs> With Mike Siebel. Mike Siebel. Um, Bona. Um, that guy ended up committing suicide. Did you know that? Boner? Yeah, rest in peace, Boner. Yeah. That's the second Boner talk yeah. we've had this show. Boner went lit. Um... <laughs> he went <laughs> He went lit. Oh. oh. Oh, boner is a stiff. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you're yeah. the one that brought boner committing suicide up. I mean. Yeah, but not to poke fun. No, but yeah, anyways, like, um, it must have been real hard for his you know, fans. <laughs> yeah. That's loud. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay, sorry. But yeah, like. Kill, Kill Bill, I could, I could care less for. I'm trying to think of other Quentin Tarantino movies that I just... Yeah, I either love them or hate them, really, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely got to be in the right mood to watch them. You know? The fourth one, this one probably is going to surprise you. And... Um, uh, it's probably going to surprise you, and it's probably going to surprise a lot of people. High Fidelity. Not really, dude. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of High Fidelity. I don't like Jack Black's character in that movie, and I'm not a big John Cusack fan. I the only the only person I like in that fucking movie is Jack Black. Yeah, and the other guy that works at the mm-hmm. record store, John Cusack, is such a fucking little bitch in that fucking movie. Yeah, and that's pretty muchly that's pretty muchly how he is in all movies. I don't like John. Yeah, Cusack. I don't either. I think he's a fucking shitty actor, and I think he's a smug dick. Other than Hot Tub Time Machine, which was kind of funny, Con Air, but at the same time, he was all right in Con Air. Fuck, but he played an arrogant smug prick for like, wasn't he his lawyer? Or something no, he shit? was an FBI agent. Oh well, still, you know, he played a smug little <laughs> dick. You know, but there's there's a couple things that he's okay in, but not when the whole movie surrounds him. 
you know then it's like just him whining about shit through the whole fucking movie and feeling sorry for himself well that's what the whole movie which was, is like how i mean wasn't it just him basically bitching and moaning about things and like the girl that yeah, his, yeah the girl that fucking... got away and I'm relationships. yeah and he does the weird talking to the camera and shit the whole time but but that's got a good soundtrack, so that's saving grace, and it's kind of Jack Black's breakout fucking movie. But uh, I like Jack Black in that movie. I thought he was fucking hilarious, especially when he does the fucking walking on sunshine dance. But but that's like my favorite part of the movie. Other than that, everything. Sucks. I'm not a big Jack Black fan though, so. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I like him though. I do like him. I think there's better comedy actors out there. And he's done some shit that I actually absolutely think is fucking garbage. But he's done some shit that I think is great, too. Yeah. Like uh, Tenacious D um, is great. School um, of Rock was actually pretty cute, man. School of Rock was pretty good. Yeah, yeah that was pretty good. The Gulliver's, um, tra- the Gulliver's Travels was stupid. It was... I actually liked that movie, okay? Amazingly enough. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people don't, but I, I thought it was okay. That was on our big rental um, kick when we were in the trailer when I first hooked up with Snatchy McFucking Cunt, bitch. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so my third one, this is probably not going to come to any surprise to you because we watched this together for the first time. And a lot of people, dude, when this movie came out, people flipped. And people were like, oh, God, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking great. And I watched it. And we were both huge stoners then. And everybody was like, oh, this is going to be the new fucking stoner movie of our generation. These guys are like the Cheech and Chong. And I watched it, all excited to watch it. And I was like, this is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever fucking seen in my life. I'm high as shit. It's still not fucking funny. It's fucking dumb. I want to beat these guys up and steal their fucking weed from them. Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Fuck Harold fucking and Kumar. Harold and Kumar was dumb. Dude, fuck that fucking movie. I think it's kind of went on to where people kind of shit now, but when it first came out, people tossed their shit over that movie. Yeah. Oh, Neil, who cares? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Just it's another it was another movie that they could that they had a few slang catchphrases from that they could sell t shirts off of. <clears throat> mm-hmm. White Castle got a little bit of business, you know. Dude, and White Castle is garbage. Yeah, White Castle burgers they taste like down, shit. That's hands down the worst fast food fucking restaurant I've ever fucking eaten at in my fucking life. Yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. Fuck White Castle. That's not even an exaggeration. By a giant margin, margin, I would fucking say White Castle is the worst fucking fast food joint I've ever fucking ate at. Ever. It is a fucking novelty fucking fast food place, and it sucks dick. Yep. I would put it, it's even worse than fucking Waffle House. Everybody talks about Waffle House like it's great. Waffle House is good. If you want to get a $5 breakfast. All it is, is well, all oh, Waffle House is, is just kind of a plain Jane Denny's. It's worse than yeah. that. It's, it's, it's gross. It's disgusting. They're always dirty. They're always filthy. I always feel like I'm going to get fucking food poisoning in them. <laughs> I fucking usually do get the shit. 
But and like everything, like I've never in my life fucking had such shitty breakfast food than fucking Waffle House. But fuck both of those fucking places. But anyways, yeah, fuck White Castle. Yeah. Um, my number two movie is another one I don't think you're going to be surprised about, and I think that we've had a pretty good in-depth conversation about this one before. The fucking Hangover. Yeah. Not funny. I the first one was funny. The second one was just kind of you, know, you guys were trying a little bit too hard. Then the third one was that was unnecessary. I mean, yeah, the first one was terrible. I thought it was fucking awful. Yeah. Um. I, I yeah I I agree with you. I I I wasn't a big fan of them. I thought they were. I I th- but we were talking when we started talking. We we I think your exact words were like, "Dude, we've just been too spoiled with Judd Apatow movies." Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and there after a while, like, what, Pineapple Express was it? It wasn't an Apatow movie, was it? Yeah, it was. I, I could have put that, uh, on, that see the, on my honorable. See mansion. to me, like I see when you're talking about Harold and Kumar, I honestly thought you were gonna say. Uh, Pineapple Express because that actually did that sh- did make it onto my honorable mentions. Yeah, I should have made onto my honorable mention because I was so excited to see that movie. I was like, Je- like Seth Rogen and fucking, fucking stupid, just the yeah, dumbest. It dumb, fuck- it, it, Grandma's Boys, Grandma Boy was by far leaps and bounds better than fucking Pineapple Express. Better stoner movie. Yeah, Funnier, fucking more lovable mm-hmm. characters. I'm I'm yeah. still in love with the blonde chick from Grandma's Boy. Mm. And the she was on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah, man, that was a great movie. Grandma's yeah. Boy was good, uh, but you know, yeah, fucking, um, you're right. Yeah, Pineapple Express is not mm-hmm. good. And I was looking really forward to seeing that movie mm-hmm. because it was a South flick and it was a Rogan. I was super into Rogan then. Jeff, or, uh, Seth Rogen was great, man. He still does great shit, but just like everybody, you know, like his shit gets bailed. Dude, I don't like James you know, Franco for so long. Really? Yeah. I, I I have a soft spot in my heart for him because I love Freaks and Geeks, and that's where he got to start with all those guys. But a lot of his shit I don't like either. You know, I like him when he's with Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like if he's with Seth Rogen, I like Franco. But if he's doing some trying to do some serious bullshit, he's just the same fucking squinty-eyed fuck. You know, he's like a f- handsome French Stewart. <laughs> My name is French. <laughs> yeah, who gives, who, yeah, who gives a shit? Or who gives a damn? All right, and my number one fucking by leaps and bounds, fucking hands down movie that I absolutely fucking hate that everybody fucking loves is Labyrinth. I fucking hate that fucking movie. And I fucking hate the fact that little children have to fucking look at David Bowie's package through the whole fucking goddamn movie. I I never I honestly I can say that I've never seen Labyrinth fully. Just because I don't like David Bowie. 
Like, yeah, I, I agree I with you. I, I don't. I, I, I think fucking Labyrinth was kind of dumb. Just the same as yeah. uh, Legend, that the fucking Tom Cruise movie where Tim Curry was the devil. Yeah. I thought that was dumb also. Yeah, that's. Jesus Christ. But yeah, man, I fucking hate Labyrinth. And it's. Yep, I don't like Bowie, man. And. Um, the Goblin King. You know, <laughs> He's gobbling something. So here's like, here's the deal, though. Bowie is made for a certain breed of musicians. Like, people get him and think he's genius, but he's too smart for me. Like, smart people that are really good at music love Bowie. So I know he's got to be good at what he does. You know, but it's just, it's out of my realm. It's kind of like Steve Vai. Um, <clears throat> kind of like, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other fucking people that are kind of Frank Zappa yeah kind of you know Captain Beefheart um, yeah exactly so I do have a respect for Bowie because he's influenced a shit ton of people that um influenced me you know especially like a lot of punk rockers love Bowie you know and uh, a lot of his earlier shit there's but I can dig a few Bowie songs too though you know, Changes is a great song, man. Rebel Rebel. Uh, I like Rebel Rebel. Yeah, and uh, but the second he got a little bit towards more towards the 80s, that's when he lost me. Yeah, really. when he got into you the know? Ziggy Stardust shit, I think that's where he that's uh, kind of that's kind of where he went away with me. Yeah, that's really kind of where he uh um that's kind of where that all started, I think, was Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. But the fact that he was wearing skin-colored pants and you could see his schlong, like, chilling on the side of his leg while he's cock-thrusting at, like, this tiny girl in the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like, was, like, no wonder why Jennifer Conley's so weird now. Yeah, and he was, like, going to marry her, and she was, like, 11. She's traumatized like, by Bowie Wang. What the fuck, dude? That movie is not appropriate for children. <laughs> and people love it. Yeah. People love it. Like, oh man, I can't wait to introduce my kid to Labyrinth. Like, why? Yeah. Like kids should not think that's what a cock should look like. Yeah. Like <laughs> That's giving that's giving little girls like uh unrealistic <laughs> like things <laughs> that is not what the size of a real male penis looks like <laughs> and I guarantee you the Goblin King stuffed a couple fucking tube socks in that <laughs> oh fuck probably not he's weird as shit man weird people always have big junk man yeah that's, that's the true that, like, I bet you the coolest motherfucker out there has just the normal sized penis but the weird guy, like, painting little models in his fucking garage and everything. That dude is hung like a goddamn silverback gorilla. Oh, you know, like, Elon Musk has just a regular-sized penis. Like, that guy ain't fucking packing nothing. Bill Gates? He's got... I bet you Bill Gates has, like, gigantic donkey donkey dog. I don't think so. Ah, I bet bet it's, like... Either that, Steve yeah. Jobs. I bet Jobs had a big old fucking hog on him. Oh, Jobs definitely. You can tell he had the attitude and the swagger. Yeah. Jobs had a. Yeah. Um, this this conversation went really south. I bet you Stephen Hawking before he got 
all sick with what he has, or I believe he has ALS or something. Can't remember. But I mean, that dude yeah. had a big old wanger on him. He has, Probably, he has some yeah, kids. Man. Like, he had a few kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Uh, but, you know, like, Seth Rogen's got an average penis, you know? Um, I bet for sure. Yeah. Ain't nothing about that guy. He's got, like, he's probably thick. Got a big, big thicky. Yeah. Is that Adam Sandler said funny people, actually? So, so thicky. <laughs> that was a good Apatow flick, man. Fuck, that was probably one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I love that movie, and not a lot of people fucking know about that. You know, Sandler and Rogan together. Well, that that was honestly, great. to me, was probably one of Sandler's best movies. Yeah, if not his best movie, he basically played yeah, himself what? dying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he had that cameo from Eminem that just. You remember that part of the movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, where he's like, fucking, who the fuck's that guy looking at me? That's Ray Romano from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> who? Hey, Raymond. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fucking Raymond. Hi, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to suck my dick? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Um, I must—it's been on stars lately, and I've watched a couple pieces of it. But and then Scott, oh man, Judd Apatow's—that guy's packing. Judd Apatow himself is packing, dude. He's got to be Leslie Mann's fucking hot. Oh, dude. Oh man, literally. Yeah, she's fucking super hot, and she's got the cougar thing, that cute little voice. Man, I love that girl. I always have. Mm-hmm. I loved her in the other the other uh, woman. You ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. It's her, Cameron Diaz, and uh, Kate Upton, and they're mm-hmm. all and uh, she's married to the guy. Cameron Diaz is the first, like the original mistress, and Kate Upton is like the new hot young mistress. Oh, and, I like, think I've seen it out. Yeah, and all three of them like they find out that he's cheating on them, and it's it's a it's a fucking kind of a funny trick flick movie, you know. You get to see Kate. I mean, Kate Upton's in it, so anything with beautiful Kate Upton's and Leslie Mann and Carmen Diaz Mm -hmm. is always good. Yeah, you know a movie that I hadn't seen till like a couple months ago. That I think is fucking hilarious. Now that I watched it, speaking of Cameron Diaz, is the uh, bad teacher. Yeah, that's a great movie. I love her roommate. Yeah, that he was on um, Modern Family too. Yeah, you ever watch that? Do Modern Modern Family, Family. Is a great show. Yeah, and then I, uh, I'm in love with. I Ariel love Justin Winter. Timber. <laughs> I love Justin Timberlake's fucking uh, character in that movie too. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking hilarious. So fucking funny. Justin Timberlake slays it, man. Dude, he's um, a good actor. He is, man. He's talented as shit. And he's like one of the... God, he fucking has this shit together, man. And he got put through a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know? He'd been put through just as much as fucking Britney Spears and all those train wrecks. And he's managed to come out as a decent human being. He's not a piece of shit. He gives back to the community. Yeah, He's smart. 
Him, he educates himself and doesn't just be a stupid fucking celebrity, you know? Him and uh, Christina Aguilera are about the uh, two out of that, and Jessica Simpson, maybe. Or about No, like, Jessica Simpson's a train wreck. She lost a bunch of weight. Mm. Well, she was just like about a year ago hammered drunk on Ellen. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, she's dumber than shit. I might have to. Watch, I might have to watch that episode. Yeah, it's on you. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. She's dumb. Yeah. She's dumb. She's good looking, but she's dumb. Then old Britney Spears, she's as bipolar as a fucking. Yeah, she's got serious issues, man. Yeah, I mean, like basically she... at this point, she's she she's got she has like a. Uh... Like her dad's like her guardian at this point. That's how fucked up she is. Yeah, you know, like she's kind of she's like which is sad, maybe yeah. like institutionalized, like messed up. I mean, she no, she was for a while, and the, you'd be amazed at how many of these people that are celebrities end up institutionalized. You just don't hear about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Steve-O and Mike Tyson ended up institutionalized at the same. I, you know, I just think there's like a special, there's probably special celebrity fucking institutions, man. Oh, there, there definitely is. There's private ones that they get sent to that, like, they're that ironclad clause of, like, hey, you can't save who's in this fucking place at all. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you and know. you look at, look at Shia LaBeouf, dude, that fucking guy. What a, I mean, have you, have you looked into any of his shit lately? Not really. What a success story, man. He's going to go down as one of the greatest actors of all time. I personally think he's good. He always has been good. I like Shia but he was, buff. But God, he's fucking batshit crazy. But now he's got a grasp on it. You mm-hmm. know, like he fucking finally got some like real help and, uh, He's got a pretty good grasp on it. He's sober, and you can tell he's still crazy as shit. But he's like holding it together, you know. Um, I think he's. A, I think Shia LaBeouf is a fucking inspiration for this world we're in. Really, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he's very mentally ill, and he really, really, really uses things the right way to help him cope with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he just did two great fucking movies. We talked about the Peanut Butter Falcon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but did we talk about Honey Boy at all? You were talking about it. Yeah, Honey Boy is pretty much like his biography mm-hmm. about like how, when he was a kid. And he plays his dad in the movie. And um, then he has another kid play him. And it basically tells the story about how what was going on when he first started with the even Stevens movie, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. It talks about his dad who was like a sex offender and fucking just a piece of shit kind of, you know? Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's a good movie, man. And then it talks about how he went to rehab because he was in trouble, you know, and they basically tore him apart. Mm hmm broke him down and fucking helped fix him as the best they could, you know. He talks about it on Ellen too in a couple talk shows where he goes kind of in depth into it, you know. But I'll have to check that out. 
you should check it out, dude. If you ever need to go down a YouTube rabbit hole, there'll be enough information on there to suck you in and tell you the story about it anyways. Mm-hmm. But Fury, well, I was going to say yeah, Fury is probably my favorite movie that he ever did. Yeah, that's a good one, man. And I Fury's actually a just fantastic wa- movie. I just watched it for the first time the other day. Okay. That's a good movie. I mean, besides, I mean, I love Brad Pitt's character in the movie. You know, you mm-hmm. can, you know, he was gritty, but he also loved his fucking crew, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Michael Pena loved him in the movie. Like, he was great as the tank driver. Then mm-hmm. uh, Shiloh LaBeouf as the, gun- or as the gunner and... Uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but he was the, he played as like the Punisher on the Netflix Marvel series. He was, Mm. he was kind of the redneck dude. He was the hillbilly dude in there. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I I thought his character was great, but uh, yeah, this, that's a great movie. Honorable mentions for hated movies. Uh, I'll just throw it out there. I fucking hate Elf. Nah, I love Elf. I just I don't I I th- I love Will Ferrell and I like Christmas movies. I just don't like this. I don't like them together. I thought Daddy I, I think... thought Daddy's Home like the second Daddy's Home with being like a Christmas movie and everything. I thought that was great. But mm-hmm. like I just don't like Elf. And I I don't I love know Elf, why. man. I don't know why. It's it's a it's a new mandatory Christmas movie for me. Elf is, yeah. it's right up there with Christmas Story. I love I love Elf, but I I'm I, I will always be like a Christmas vacation. And I was a Santa Claus kid. I really liked the Santa I was, Claus. I like the Santa Claus too. That yeah. was a good movie. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, I could go without uh, Christmas Vacation. That's nah, probably very no. Nah, I can't go without. I have to watch it every year. I have to watch it in the summertime, too. I almost went and said, actually, I almost put National Lampoon's Vacation on honorable mention, but I do actually do like that movie every once in a while. So, like, but for a long time, I hated that movie. I'm not a huge Chevy Chase fan. Yeah, see, like, I like the other, see, I like uh, Randy Quaid more in those movies more than anything. Like cousin Eddie, cousin, to me, cousin Eddie like makes the whole fucking vacation series yeah. and everything. Well, I think I think Vegas vacation is severely underrated, personally. It, fuck yes, it is. Compl- and I think uh, I, the kid that played uh, uh, Rusty, I think uh, that was one of like besides Empire Records, I think that was one of his best movies. I love that guy, man. He was also in that thing you do. He was funny yeah. in that movie. He was in a lot of good little. He had a lot of good little characters mm-hmm. around that time. But yeah, Empire Empire Records is Mark. He was fucking hilarious mm-hmm. in that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of fucking. He was in a lot of good movies around that time. I love that kid. Um, but yeah, and then fucking Beverly D'Angelo is a fucking Betty man. Mm-hmm. God. And the the daughter Aud or Audrey, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the well, okay, the the first one, like, 
she was like, I don't know. They they changed Audrey's in almost every movie. Well, they changed Russ's too. Yeah. No, he was the same one in the in the European vacation as the first vacation. Oh, was he? Yeah. But Christmas Did they va- change Christmas. The Audrey, yeah, Audrey was different in European than Juliet Lewis was Audrey in uh, Christmas. In the Christmas. Yeah. Then I'm not sure who the her, who the gal was in Vegas, but she was the best looking Audrey out of all of them. Yeah, she was hot, and then she kind of just vanished after that. We should look her up and mm-hmm. see if she's in anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a good. I liked Vegas Vacation, man. Mm-hmm. You you know where I can get some damn bait? <laughs> I'm like cousin Eddie takes him to the fucking white trash fucking uh, casino. <laughs> yeah, I every time I every time I ever eat bread pudding. I'll always <laughs> quote Vegas V. This bread pudding is extra running tonight. <laughs> give me some of the yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me some of that yellow. I uh one time camping, I actually walked around with like bush beers uh and the six pack like that, like attached to my fucking belt. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I actually referred to Bush beer as Cousin Eddie beer for the longest time. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Well, because that that, that there, Clark, is an RV. Mm. All right. We'll probably wrap it up, man. Um, But we're going to close the show out with. uh, track off of Ruckus in Place. This is by St. Christopher with his other half. I don't know if they're married or not or just engaged or what, but uh, this is... His, his old good time loving lady. Yeah, by St. Chris with uh, Cassie Joe or Casey Joe. Casey Joe, I think. They say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I apologize to Chris if I... I don't know if it's Cassie or Casey. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually heard him say it. To see how it's spelled. But this one is called, um, what is this called? She's an actual lady, not a blow up doll, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a stab at Chris, kind of. More hey, or less. We, <laughs> we all know St. Chris can pull some pussy mm-hmm. we, about what happened yeah. in a certain trailer in Habner, Oregon. I don't think he even knows that we know what happened. What the fuck is that song called? I think I can't read my own handwriting. What do I do with that paper? Uh, <laughs> if the walls could talk in that trailer. I think it's called Wishing Waiting, I think is what it's called. Okay, Wishing Waiting. That's... Hold on just a sec. I'm going to go look. It's going to cut my mic off, though, okay? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, maybe, uh, well, I won't go dead air here, but, uh, <laughs> ooh, I'll tell, I'll tell some jokes here. I'll, uh, did you hear about the new type of wallets that are out there? They're made out of, they're made out of old foreskin. If you rub them hard enough, they become suitcases. Nah. Oh, 
Hey, another honorable mention movie, and I know probably a lot of people will hate this too, but Ted. I really don't. I like Ted. I, I, yeah, they were funny like the first couple times I watched them, but like the more and more, all it was is like kind of a Family Guy episode minus all the other characters. I will I agree did, with you a hundred percent on that, though. I just felt it was, it was definitely... like Peter. I felt it was like Peter Griffin as a teddy bear, Mark Wahlberg, and just kind of like a situational comedy movie. Yeah, I mean, I will agree with you on the fact that uh, um, it does. It was a lot less funny the more you watched it. Um, the first couple times it was great because you miss a couple things the fir- the the first time, but after that's not as funny anymore. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I do I did like it though. The second one was dog shit. Yeah, but the first one was good. So. But yeah, so I think that's just it. Wishing, waiting. Um, I'll figure it out properly on at some point in time, but um. My handwriting sucks. Oh, so well. apologize if I said it was wrong. But, or if I said it wrong. But but that's what the song is, so they'll listen yeah, to it. It's off, yep, it's off the uh off the Ruckus and Place album, which you can go pre order now over at ruckusandtherecords dot com. Um uh, also, there's links all over the Ruckus page. Be sure to go like the Ruckus and the Records page. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on all the good shit. Um, be sure to go like all the Dogwater pages. We're on Instagram now, too. Go like our YouTube pages as well. And um, go out but, there and like all the artists that are on the Ruckus and the Records label. Go out and uh, take a and, listen to them and like their pages as well. And also, be sure to like all the artists that have contributed music to the show today. Yes. Uh, we will tag them, all the ones that we can, in the the um, description on Facebook and on Instagram. So you can go like their pages straight from the, the comments. And then from there, you should be able to see where you can see some music, catch some shows, whenever this corona bullshit's done. And... That's about it, man. You know, yeah. got a lot of shit for sale at Ruckus and the Records. Like I said, it's yeah. some pre-order. Hannah Moore, Hannah Moore's album is officially here now. So um, just wait, wait until payday to get it out. So that's about it, man. So we'll be back next week. Um, we'll figure out a top five between now and then. So we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, and remember. We want to go to France to watch the naked ladies dance because that's how the black order rolls. And I keep my flow for the down roll. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry that you get through that people. We're actually going to leave now. Um, But yeah, I I leave it on an awkward moment. So,
I watched the sun rise with these tears in my eyes and the rain, the gray Midwestern skies. Empty prayers and empty hopes. Lord, let's start a dead end road. Once it ends here, you can abandon hope. Now I'm drinking on borrowed money and I'm living on borrowed time. It ain't every day that you watch your mother die. Why not? I don't know. Personally, I think you should have just let yourself die. Honestly, man, what, what are you going to do now? Make another bullshit movie? Fuck another chick who doesn't like you? You know? That was your way out right there. Hmm. Now you're, you're fucking stuck. Yeah. You're stuck just like me. Can't go to fucking Chuck E. Cheese. I can't go to Target. I can't go to Best Buy. I can't go to fucking Walmart, Kmart. You fucking name it. I can't go there. Yeah, that's true. Everyone in this fucking room is either staring at us, mm -hmm. wanting to take a fucking picture. Yeah. Yeah. Email that to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy right there? That fucking guy right there. What? 
Ray Romano's bothering you? Who? Ray, Ray, who? Ray Romano, the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. Who the fuck what show he's on? I'll, I'll fuck this motherfucker up, man. Hey, hey Ray! Hello, Marshall. Fucking problem here, buddy? W would you like to fuck me? Is that what this is? I'll get it, man. What's going on? Would you like me to fucking bend over for you right now? No. No, man. It's gotta always be on my toes, man. Oh, you know? I, I see that, but not with Ray Romano. This is why I don't go out of the house. I thought everybody loved you.